Hello and welcome to the Plebeian Power Hour with your hosts, Kipper and Kim. Today we're going to be talking about some of the goings-ons that are happening in the United States right now. And one of those is Donald Trump. and how That's like 10 or 12 of them. 25 of those is Donald Trump. And he, we're specifically going to angle in at how the states of Colorado and Maine have kicked Trump out, sort of, of their election processes for their... Um, Oh my gosh! The word for the presidential for, ballot. The, so the begin primaries. There we go for the presidential primary ballot. However, because time has passed, we already know that he is going to remain on these ballots. But we are going for to now. talk about this whole thing because in my mind, when this happened, I was like, "What the bleep!" Like, it was like. There's still a lot of that going on for me, but the way that I understand it, with the current status as of. Uh, we'll say uh, January 19th, is that Colorado and Maine had both uh, had, you know, essentially lawsuits filed that says, hey, Trump should be removed uh, due to the 14th Amendment. Mm -hmm. It says uh, if you've ever been involved, you know, in an insurrection, you are no longer essentially eligible to hold office. And that is in the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Yeah. And to give you a bit of background where that came from is after the Civil War. After the Civil War, they said, hey, anybody that was part of an insurrection cannot run for office. Okay? That's pretty big, an insurrection. And and that's one of the things that they said is like when they put that amendment in, everybody knew what they meant by insurrection because they just had the Civil War. And... That was the reason that that amendment got put in was specifically to stop uh, these, you know, southern states from putting in the same people back into office that they had in prior to the Civil War. Now, I wanted to dive deep into this, and I didn't dive as deep as I wanted to because there just wasn't enough time. And to be honest, some of it I don't get. So they have certain standards that have to be met for certain things. And so I'm like, oh, I'm trying to understand that standard. And then I got to, and I felt like I was in like a college course and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I don't have time for this right now. So I tried and I know I'm going to get some of the stuff legally wrong, but there's something about this that I hate. I absolutely hate. So what happens is there's this lady and she is the, where, let me find it. In my notes. I'm all over the place. Well, because... so her name is Norma Anderson. So are you talking about the Colorado case? Because the Colorado case. No, I'm talking about Jenna Griswold, the Secretary of State of Colorado. Oh, because I was talking about Norma. Like, Norma Anderson was the one who brought the lawsuit. Right, and she's a Republican. She's a Republican. The Republicans brought this to Jenna Griswold, who is the Secretary of State for Colorado. And because... In Colorado and most of the states in the United States, the Secretary of State also is in charge of the elections. Not every state, but in most states they are. So they went to her and they said, hey, we do not want him on the ballot. And so she's like, okay. And they said, because of this 14th Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> then, the, you know, essentially they took it to court and the court was like, okay, you know, he was, he'll be removed because he was involved in an 
insurrection. And the state of Colorado said that, and then twice. And then the state of Maine also kind of said that. The state of Maine definitely also said that. And, and then, however, this is where my mind blows up because I think. How come you get to decide, Colorado? Like, there is no way on this eternal earth that Colorado can decide if Trump was involved in an insurrection. Because there's 50 individual states in the United States, and to have one of them be like, we decided that he was. Because I watched Jenna Griswold give a, an interview, and she's terrible, by the way. Every video I saw her in, she just looks like that crazy girl in class whose eyes, like, stay too wide open. <laughs> and I'm like, this is weird. Who picked her? Who voted for her that actually watched her speak? Because she takes a good picture. She's, she's cute. But when she's talking, I'm like, uh. So she's like, yeah. And we found, Colorado found them guilty two times. And I'm like, can they do that? Like. And the. <laughs> And actually, that's what's going up in front of the Supreme mm -hmm. Court. So that's kind of the current status is Colorado said, yep, we removed him uh, because he was involved in an insurrection. And, and you know, that's essentially what the state of Maine said as well. And so then they went to the Supreme Court, and it's currently set to be... In February. Yeah, the arguments February. are supposed to happen in February. Which so is they're trying to fast, rush it through it super quick because... You know, there, there's a time essence, and yeah. and and also, like I really do think this is one of those things that's going to define how other people decide to play by the rules. It, yeah. Is if they say, "Oh yeah, it's it's fine that Colorado does this," I suspect that there's going to be a million states who start combing through everything anybody's mm. ever said and says, all right, well, well then you are off and that's you why are off. I don't think they can because you just put who becomes the president of the United States onto like less than a handful of people. In Colorado, it's three appellate court judges. So it's not even Jenna. Jenna is the one that just brought the case. But in Maine, it was one lady. One lady, and she just announced it. She didn't even take it through the court system. Her name is Shen Shenna? Sheena Bellows, and she's the Secretary of State in Maine. And she was just like, yeah, he's, he's insurrection. I'm like, Shenna, you are one person. You don't get to make that decision. Plus, this makes me so infuriated, and I could be totally off base by this, but the insurrection is a federal law. It, it is. is Title 18 of U.S. Code 2383. It is not a state law. And while I understand that state courts get to rule on federal issues, I, and I can't understand, so I know I must be wrong, because I can't find I anybody know. that says, nope, this is a federal issue, Colorado, you don't get to do this, because they do get to vote and, and rule on federal issues. So, man, I... But I'm like, uh, no way am, am I letting Colorado decide if this was an insurrection. Because while I absolutely am anti-January 6th actions, I thought they were ridiculous. Those people, I mean, I think the, the riots that were the year before were far worse. But they also weren't doing that at a political building. However, See, Hamas, and I'm one of those people that... Hamas terrorists, I'm not terrorists, Hamas protesters, they started attacking like last week. 
at the White House or something like that, throwing things over and all these things. And I'd rather, <laughs> if you're upset at the government, go protest at the government. You know, yeah. like don't go out in the streets because you're not. Well, they were mad at the everyman. Well, in those riots. It, I mean, it could be, but I I just think if you want to to make change, if you want the government to change, go protest at the government. And I don't think they should have broken windows, and I don't think they should have attacked the place where they were um, holding the congressional meetings that they were trying to disrupt. Like, they should not have done that. I think that the the jail time that these people are getting is bananas. See, and Some to me it like varies. I think years. almost all of them, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, to me, the ones who, who there were people who, who took stuff and the, the people who broke the window, yeah. like, I don't, to me, I just That's think vandalism. you deserve it. The people who just, yeah. like, were but walking through the halls years. or whatever, I don't no. get that at all. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, okay, you know, you can hit them with trespassing, whatever. I don't buy the insurrection thing. I just don't understand. I can see when, I mean, I watched it, and you're watching them try and get into that room, and I'm thinking, this is yeah. terrifying. And, and, it, and that's the thing. Those mm. are the ones that I do think, okay, go after. Go after them. But, and that poor lady did get shot and died. But most of them, and I'm actually surprised more people didn't get shot. Like some oh, people, yeah, that was weird. Some people are like, you know, oh, it's a tragedy that this lady got shot. And I just think, you know, the, you a, people who were dry, trying to bust in, like <laughs> I honestly think they should have just started shooting more shooting. of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like That's... the people who are just walking through the halls, I just, no, I, I don't buy now that they that. brought more video out yeah. and showed them literally being taken on tour by security. I know. And I was it's like, so bizarre. Uh, I don't know how to feel. They have like <laughs> these officers who are going and like opening doors for them yeah. and like escorting them, them through whose the offices or whose. And, and I and just they go in Nancy Pelosi's office and sit behind her desk and like get pictures. <laughs> just like if you are having a full on insurrection, like that is fairly chill, chill behavior. Like the breaking the windows, I'm not okay. The climbing the walls, I'm not even okay that they went past the barriers. I'm like no. You should not have done that. <laughs> See, and I'm kind of the same, because what I do think is, is we should have some respect for these institutions. And Absolutely. there's a part of me that honestly is now to the point, like, I'm losing a lot of respect for our institutions. But it's not but okay to you cause should have physical respect damage for these and institutions. make these people afraid. Yeah, I, I, I there's no. a lot when of it that cause... I really dislike. Yeah. But I have a hard time with the insurrection thing, because mm-hmm. in my mind... The insurrection is, okay, we're going to go in and change the government by force. Yeah, which is not what we're supposed to do in America. Yeah, and, and I'm I, like, that's, that's what an insurrection Argentina. is supposed to be. <laughs> you know, like, that's what the definition is. Yeah. And so, if they were going in, and I do think that, like, there might have been some, but I don't think any of these people were, were going in and saying, you know, all right, this is, I'll decide. They weren't armed? They yeah. didn't have any kind of weaponry. They were just, they got way too riled up to a point that's embarrassing. And they did too much to a point that's embarrassing. What, and honestly, like, can I just tell you, just to sort of clarify my point on all of these other issues that I'm going to be talking about, I thought Trump was insane. 
when he's sitting there and he's like, I didn't lose the election. <laughs> look, look, I have an amazing Trump voice. <laughs> that was the best Trump impersonation, right. I think. You thought that I was right here. <laughs> Sounds like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when he's saying that, I'm thinking, this guy is psycho. This man is insane. Like, and, and I was like, this is a crazy situation. So when I come to you and I say this feels like they are attacking him and they are coming specifically toward him and it is not fair, I am coming from a place that thought Trump was a crazy man and January 6th was terrible on January 6th. Like, it it uh, is so odd to me because I've always like disliked Trump and, mm-hmm. and just thought he was unfit for office, but sure. I've never been more of a fan of his after until <laughs> they started like attacking him so much and i just think all you are doing is bolstering everything that he says which is that you're you know the deep state and you will do anything to remain in power mm-hmm. and you're acting just like every country that we say we hate and that we think is dumb and and not yeah. quite developed enough because like Ask Putin what he does with his political opponents. Ask him how come he's been the president or the whatever the else they have there for 40 bazillion years. Yeah, find out how many of his opponents end up in jail. Mm-hmm. Or dead, for Or dead. Mm-hmm. And, and there's just so there's many things tons. that I just, all you're doing is making this guy look like he's right. Oh, yeah. No, it does occur to me that we haven't explained what their the 14th Amendment issue is. So the reason that they're saying this, for those of you who are not familiar, is there's a section in the 14th Amendment that talks about disqualification from holding an office. And I'm going to read this part to you, and it's kind of um, constitutionally sounding. So brace yourself. That's because it's the Constitution. (laughs) No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States, or under any state, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress, or as an officer in the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer in any state, to support the Constitution of the United States. We, okay, here, here now, now listen to this part. Shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or give an aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. So that is where they're coming in, is it doesn't say that he has to be proven that he participated in in an in insurrection. It just says, have engaged. Now, to oh, me, but... I'm like, no, you have to prove it. And Colorado's like, we did. We said that it happened. Well, <laughs> so realize that, that's not the only amendment in the Constitution. There's also yes. a Fifth Amendment in the Constitution. The Fifth Amendment of the Constitution says no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless mm-hmm. on presentment or indictment of a grand jury. Mm-hmm. You can't just say somebody did something. Well, that's what Colorado is saying, though, is that they I know. put it through trial. That, but and they, Colorado made this there decision. There was a no. trial. Was there a jury? It went through the Senate. Oh, no. <laughs> twice. Yes. And they did not indict him for insurrection. And can, Twice. Uh, they didn't in Colorado? It was part of the impeachment thing. No. It's oh, not, it, in, in, in the actual the United Senate. States yes. of America. 
United States yes. Senate as part of his impeachment. They said, oh, we're impeaching him for insurrection. It did not make it through the Senate. He was not found. He was not. And there is no other case anywhere that is bringing this up against him. He it, does not have a case of insurrection anywhere else in the federal court system. And there is that for, charge, like you were mentioning. Insurrection is a charge yes. in the federal, you know, what statutes, you know, it's, it's a federal statute. is bringing it against He has him. not been charged. He's been charged with multiple federal statutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That man. Not insurrection. But I, it's crazy because if if he could have, which they did, the Senate went and they took him and they said, hey, we're impeaching you even though you're out of office because we're so mad at you. Couldn't get it done. But nobody else did either. So it's not like, you know, some district attorney of the Washington, D.C. area was like, you know what? I'm going to as well. They're going to be charged. Yeah. They didn't. They never charged him. No. Uh, He's basically the only thing close to a trial was his Senate vote on impeachment impeachment for insurrection. Because also in the Constitution, they talk about in the 14th Amendment jurisdiction. And it says all persons Blah, 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 and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States where they reside. No state shall make any or enforce any law that shall abridge the privileges and immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, yeah. nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And, I mean, Colorado pretends that it did this but Maine didn't do this Maine was just that lady who's like yes yes he's not on our ballot either <laughs> because of his insurrection I'm like, and it's so up. bizarre to me you because I have that. you know like personal issues with the way that the 13th and 14th amendment were passed anyway because essentially the way that they were passed was the civil war happened mm-hmm. they said all right we're putting the 14th amendment through and if you would ever, ever, ever like to vote again, you will pass this in your state. And so they had armed people down yeah, in these but states. It is also, you just murdered hundreds of thousands of people. I think that you get to be a little persnickety about it. You can be persnickety, yeah. but essentially we are saying, you know, democracy is so important. We'll give you the right to vote as long as we get to choose who you vote for. Oh, no. That I, is what they said. The, to me, this is, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Okay. But that's <laughs> what people are okay with Trump being removed. No. People are okay with anything as long as it supports what they like. If, but this is a, you've just had a war. And you did have a war. war. You get to what they call Based on what? On the fact that you won and you win. I'm not so going to get in a fight with you. If I punch you in the face mm-hmm. and I beat you in a fight, I can take whatever I want from you? More so than me. More so than you because you lost. So might yeah. makes right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> get out of Because you're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> because right now, anybody who pulls Trump off the ballot and says, there's more of us than you, what are you going to do about it? No, because that's not No, because what? Because I'm saying, because what? It's wrong? Because they stepped down, they admitted they lost, right? The South seceded. I mean, not seceded. The South said, hey, you know what? You win. You win this. And I think that it's definitely fair 
that you don't put those people who just murdered a bunch of your people into office. I think the that's South wasn't they're the ones who were sitting there saying we would like to govern ourselves and the North said not on my You're watch. Such a libertarian. I am a libertarian. <laughs> Libertarians it live in a cloud world of pipe dreams where they wish everybody Everybody <laughs> lives in a cloud world of pipe dreams. You do. Don't even pretend <laughs> like that. It is so ridiculous to be like, no, only libertarians do. Mostly libertarians. No. Libertarians in the far <laughs> levels of the left and right. But no, but what I'm saying is I think that it's fair. I, so when it came to the end of World War II, and they're saying, okay, we just beat the crap out of everyone in the world because everyone in the world beat the crap out of everyone else in the world. And they're saying, okay, who's now in charge? Because you cannot put the other people back in charge or you end up with the same issue. That'd be so stupid. It would be so stupid to say, hey, you and I got in a fight. Why don't we put you together in a room together and have you both be in charge? You can't do that. That does not lead to success in the future. But if it, you say, okay. But you're judging your success on this is what I, the victor, of course. Okay. What are well, you gonna, can't but, Russia do that? Can't China do that? Can't anybody who wants to? Like, if if China goes in and they go and take Taiwan and just say, yeah, we took them fair and square, this is now... Your audio levels are going to be... I know. Like, I, I tell you, like, this one got me so riled up because all I think is we're such a nation of, like, hypocrites. Everybody is a hypocrite. We are so full of crap. But let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let's say you live in a cabin in the middle of an That's open space. That's what I want. I know. And let's say there is a family that comes and keeps attacking your cabin. And they keep attacking and they keep attacking and they keep attacking. And then the law comes in and says, hey, you can't keep attacking these people anymore. And you end up, I mean, the law goes away. They won't help you anymore. And it's you and this family. And you are fighting and you get your weapons out and you do whatever and you win you win do you think they should leave do i think they should leave what they, they like they're not to... allowed they can't be my neighbor anymore yeah so so there is a part of me that does think and, and and what i think is the way that that happens is there is no law anymore so the only you reason saying... you would kick them out is because you're saying the law doesn't work so I'm just going to do whatever I want to protect myself. So are you saying you think that the neighbor came over, the neighbor killed you and got your land? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm not as confused as you. <laughs> so what are you saying? I am saying that if you keep the status quo, if you let those people be in power, you're going to be fighting for the rest of eternity. So take... North Korea. So, so then w what you're saying basically is I should use my might to stop anybody who would ever come up against me. Oh, if they come up against you for, for sure. Do you not agree? So there is a part of me that agrees. But then all I think is there is no playing fair. You should take Trump off the ballot if you don't want Trump to be president because he is going to get in the way of you having what you want. And you have the power. That is what Shenna did. Yes. And we're saying that sounds pretty rotten and terrible. 
I think there is a definite difference between one rando lady in Maine saying... It's not one rando lady in Maine. It was one... It's one rando lady in Maine that said it as definitive, but 58% of the people said, take him off. In a democracy... Wouldn't you take them off? Yeah, but if you have a rule structure set up that says you a can't do it. A rule structure. That sounds good. It does sound good. You so let's say that we have a voting system. <laughs> a voting system that says you get to choose your government. Yes. And then somebody comes in and says you get to choose your government, but only if you choose who I like. And I'm going to stand here with guns to make sure that that happens. I think Is no, that fine? I, I think it's fine. After a war, I don't think it's fine just every day, but I do think it's fine after a war because you're trying to create stability in an area and you have to be But you can make that argument all the time. That is the exact argument they make against Trump. No, I'm sorry. It's different after a war because you have dismantled the rule system and dismantled the the structure they've already had. So then you have to take time and restructure it. Now, if you look and you see North Korea, again, being an amazing example, the South put in who they wanted, the North put in who they wanted, and it it made a huge dramatic difference in the lives of the people, right? But because it wasn't a unified force, these two hate each other because you put in the same issue versus the same issue and now they've been fighting for 80, 50, whatever many years because it didn't come together. You didn't have it in a congruent way. So now you've got these two contrasting places that are totally fine killing each other. So, Well, one more than the other. <laughs> but you, when you have a war and conflict and people die, I think that it's fair to try and set up something that stops that from happening. Now, I do not think that's what happened with Trump. I know one lady died. I know another police officer had a heart attack. I know that there were lives. I don't compare those two situations to an entire blown-out war. I think it is the whole purpose of a war is to take something unstable and to force it into stability. Now, if there was a better option than war, do it like diplomacy when you look at Hamas in Israel Hamas never came to the table for diplomacy ever they tried so many times but after that first initial split they came together right before they told them to like get all the Jews out of Gaza but other than that they wouldn't come and try to be friends because they have raised their group to absolutely abhor Israeli people and Jews and so What do you do when you have massive conflict, especially to the point where it kills people? I think that's a huge difference. When you lose people's lives or when you're killing them either through starvation or whatever, I think that that's a big big thing. And um, what do you do? Well, you sit there and say, okay, Hamas, you you want this? You can have it. Or do you say, okay, Israel, you want this? You can have it. But you have tension. And you have to create through force the release of that tension. And it sucks and it's ugly and it's gross and I hate it. So you have to create through force the release. So in the U.S. we have tension right now. Lots of tension. Mm-hmm. Only, only solution is force? In some cases, absolutely. Okay. 
if we had used force on the people who were doing those riots, we would have had fewer riots. Absolutely. Uh -huh. But that's all you're really saying is if I want something, I should just use force to get what I, I want. I am not saying that. I am saying when people start murdering other people, if you have a serial killer who's out there killing everybody for entertainment, do you get to go and, like, hunt that man down? Absolutely. Okay, let me ask you a question. If I say I decided I would like to govern myself. You do govern yourself. Uh, kind of. Ha, 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 I got you there. Uh, well, no, because that is absolutely a ridiculous lie. <laughs> There's about eight billion laws that I could show you that prove that that is a lie. Okay. Okay. So if I say I would like to govern myself, mm -hmm. you say no, and I say, oh, yeah. There's n You don't have a place on planet Earth where you can govern yourself. That is absolutely true. Why? Because it does not work. If you give everyone no, the ability, everybody's every taken. individual every to Every spot of land in the world is already claimed. It, yes. But if you give unto every human being the ability to govern themselves, then you will have absolute chaos. Because you have a plethora of different morals, and you have a plethora of different values, and you have a plethora of different IQs, and you have a plethora of different everything. And so everyone will go after what they want. And in order, like I said before, to find that... Uh oh my gosh, what's the word I use though? Where it's functional. In order to have it be functional, you have to have rules. In order to have it be functional, you have to have these laws. Because you might say, hey, I'm going to be good. But then remember those rando neighbors that you don't have that I pretended you did? And they're like, but I want his land. Don't I get to just go take I'm going to just take it. You have to have a structure in place, and if those structures next to each other become chaos, like, for example, Korea, again, being a wonderful example, Russia being a wonderful example, where they're like, hey, you know what, I want, I want Ukraine. I'm just, I just want it. Yeah. So I'm going to go take it. And when that happens, there's too much chaos to deal with it in a way that is diplomatic and whatever, and so you have to, through force, Find a solution to that chaos. So, so I I can kind of see what you're saying, but all I this is what my biggest problem with that is all I think is the solution to everything always comes down to force. That's why we have police officers. That is why we have police officers because people cannot be trusted to be rational. If they could, and you think, hey, I could, and I actually think that you could, except for during this podcast. <laughs> I think that you could be a fairly rational person. However, people cannot be trusted to be rational. You've got a range of um, mental illnesses. Then and emotional why do things. we let people vote? I have questioned that a ton. See, that's actually where I think we're getting. Because <laughs> this is what bothers me: is in my head, every scenario I play out, all I think is, we're just gonna fight until the biggest guy wins, mm -hmm. and the biggest guy is gonna decide how everything works. No, we're not, because look how many socialists are on this planet. <laughs> but all they are is just the biggest guy. The biggest guy is telling everyone. The national else not socialists to be the big guy. were not nice people. No, they're the not. The Chinese socialists are not nice people. The Russian socialists, like, it doesn't matter. You can say mm. whatever you want about, like, oh, these are the good guys. 
nobody has proven themselves to be the good guys I ever. think that's why it's so critical that we have two sides. Because, like, and essentially, it checks and balances. Do we hate the other side? You're like a weird third side, you libertarian. My, my third side is <laughs> both of you sides are just liars. Neither of you is any better my, than the other. And my you just... side's right. My third side over here is the right side. My third side is, uh, leave me alone. Oh. I don't need to be on your stupid side. <laughs> but I think it's good to have sides because you're not ever going to find harmony. I mean, this isn't the utopia that is once upon a time written about. You're not going to find harmony because of all those incongruencies that we previously discussed with mental abilities or physical abilities or whatever. You have incongruencies. And so it. I think it's good. I hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. I hate her. I think she's super dumb. I also hate Andrea Ocasio-Cortez. AOC is AOC. all I... I do call her that, so I forget her name. Because, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I won't say her name right, so I think it's just easier. Andrea? Andrea? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yes. I believe is what it is. I knew the Cortez part. But I hate them both. And look at those three named people being so stupid on completely top like opposite sides of the aisle and yet I'm like okay I am glad because there's an Alexandria that there is a Marjorie I'm glad that they are able to be like I'm filtering out the crazy parts over here look at me for all the crazy things and you don't even but know that's which, not that's both of them that's not really what happens <laughs> all that happens is they just rile up both of their bases until everybody is just so mad that they can't work together well in and a that's way. what's happening but I right also now. think the Democrats I think like Alexandria more than the Republicans like Marjorie. But I also think it's that oppositional part that lets the saner people in the middle of those two speak. There's a lot more insane people, though, I think, in the squad on the Democrat side. I I would tend to I agree need more. for the most part. Like, th There's just a lot of stuff <laughs> like over there that them. makes me so mad. I know. Because I... <laughs> If you're looking at it from, like, the libertarian standpoint, the Republicans tend to be more libertarian than the Democrats. Yes. Although, like, yes. a lot of people, like, and it's one of those things that I wish I could understand more what people are saying. People are like, you know, Trump's super authoritarian. I think, you know, you know he was president already for four years. Like, mm -hmm. what did he do? The that, January 6th. But he's he like, election deny. Well, he, he did a, didn't. He does deny the election. And it's That's one of those saying. things. That, That's the part that of I think he's not the only one who just walks out and tells lies all the time. <laughs> no, everybody but is doing. Biden that. doesn't lie anymore because he's because he can't get a full sentence out or what? He, <laughs> you only lie if it's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to drive a school bus. Oh, honey, it's time for your ten thirty nap. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, we have. Uh, and this is where I just think, like, all this stuff just makes me like, I mean, not like Trump, but support Trump more. It is? Is that you have oh. the, the the U.S. intelligence agencies came out and they just told lies to the American people about multiple things. Like all the, the Russiagate, you know, stuff that they were talking about yeah, where it, he's dealing. All that was lies that they knew was lies. I they had the Hunter Biden laptop that they were like, oh, yeah, so this is Russian things. propaganda mm -hmm. when they knew that it wasn't. So they many did that to influence to an election. <laughs> I and I just think, 
Who cares about insurrection? We are just being lied to every single time these people talk, and we're so mad that, what, Trump's lying? They're all liars. <laughs> We're so full of crap. <laughs> this country makes I me know. so mad sometimes. It, well, it is. I mean, I really wish we could be honorable in the way that we govern. Yes. Because I feel like, I feel like one of the best parts of the United States is our freedom of speech. And that we are able to call out people for stuff that they do that doesn't happen in other countries because you'll get Because you're afraid. Yeah. yeah. But I love that we can do that here. I think it is a, a gift of the United States. But I also think it also means that people can say whatever. Like, you can't. <laughs> and, and that's a big thing is you can just say whatever. And Trump should, for all those people that said that that was a Russian hoax about the laptop or whatever, not a Russian hoax, but all of those well, things. Well, so there, yeah, there were multiple. For defamation and yeah, he he could. Or whatever it is, it's not gonna Slander. like nothing's gonna happen. Like, cause all it will, yeah, it will be, be so is it'll funny. be a political fight. <laughs> cause none of these, like, it, I think it's the same with most of the stuff that Trump's on trial for. Is they don't care about the law. They're not doing this because we're strict followers of the law. If they were strict followers of the law, they'd go after the the oh, absolutely. all these other this, people this who are also so committing fraud. And, Especially that case in New York. About the lady, oh, and how they changed they the changed law the law just so, so that, that she, she could, could sue him. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I know. How do you say you have respect for these law? You know, the law is so important. Nobody's above out. the law except for these ninety. You know, these people over here are. We're but. gonna punish New Yorks by telling them that, that they don't get any kind of income from the government for <clears throat> two years. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you deal with that. But all I know is now they're like. Well, he can't become president because he'll be mad at us. Because he, I would be pissed when you go to such great lengths to screw someone over. Like, I would be so mad. <sighs> yeah. Uh, oh, there's so much that makes me mad. And here's I, one of the, oh, here's my tinfoil hat thing, Ooh, too, with the uh -huh. insurrection stuff. It's like, when you're somebody, we'll say, as dumb as I am, and you're watching TV. And you watch January say, I watched the whole thing. I did too. They're like, this is an insurrection. I think if you can break up an insurrection by saying, it's it's curfew, you need to go home. If that breaks up an insurrection, <laughs> that's not a real insurrection. If there are no weapons. There's no weapons. But uh -huh. the very next day, 6,500 armed people came in and put up a fence around the White House and held the White House under arms until a new president comes in. That's an insurrection. If you're a crazy person, which one of those looks like an insurrection? <laughs> which one? Watch what happened in Myanmar. Have you ever, have you seen the videos? No. It's the military vehicles pulling up and essentially taking control. And they weird. got it all on video of the military vehicles going in. The other uh, thing that always came to my mind was... Uh, uh, Saddam Hussein, like the video where he took power, that that's how you do an insurrection. <laughs> so I you have know. to tell you, though, I do not believe the election was stolen. I know plenty of people who hated Donald Trump big enough that yeah, I that's believe. actually what I think. Although <laughs> Biden won, <laughs> I I believe that too. Uh -huh. But I have literally seen like twelve to thirteen separate things where they're showing people essentially violating uh, 
election integrity. Tell me and, this, though. And I think I get why it's easy for people to believe this, because you can watch videos of people ballot stuffing, and you can watch videos where they'll go and they'll show essentially what look like fake ballots. It's like, look at this, 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 this. These all look the exact same. They have the exact same uh, signatures and mm. and, and but like I, I've watched a bunch of stuff with that, but I still kind of believe, I think it's Bill Barr who said, yeah, there's some elections, but it, not enough to swing. That's what yes, I believe. I saw him. There's stuff, said that. but it's just. I mean, not Bill Barr. Isn't he an actor or a comedian? Uh, so there's Bill who's... Burr. Oh. And there's yeah. William Barr. William Barr. He's the, he's the guy that he's was. He's the with guy Trump. that was. And he was Trump's <laughs> was attorney like, general or him. something? Or Secretary of State? I can't remember. He was now. the attorney general, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I and was thinking. And when he said or it. Or the head of the justice. I was like, I believe him. Yeah, same. And and I kind of had already had my own opinions to begin with. I did not think the election was stolen. I think enough people hated Trump because he was a loon. That it's I so think... easy for me to believe that the majority of people dislike Trump. That is so easy for me to believe. But if Trump loses this next election, I might be persuaded that there is some woohoo going on. <laughs> See, and I'm really curious because this is where I think, like, I, I'm I'm convinced there's plenty of stuff going on. I just think mm. the election wasn't stolen. The elections are mm. all bought and paid for. Like, they got the receipts. They spend billions of dollars. They go out. They, they have things where they influence the media. Influencing the media is going to change people's opinions. That's, that's what makes me back to that voting thing is I'm like, if you are not smart enough to make this decision based on more than your feelings, you should not be voting. You should not vote. I I don't I don't even vote because to, to be don't honest, even admit I, there's that. two reasons. Is one <laughs> is I, like I really just don't even think it matters. Ah, uh, uh. You can ah uh, all I you will. Want. You can ah uh, <laughs> all is a very you want. Frustrating episode. <laughs> I don't think it really uh, matters. Uh, <laughs> I but you you call me if if they you know if voting changed anything they'd make it illegal you know like first off. There are other people to vote for than the president. It's true. Please the local stuff others. actually I do think matters. It does. The local does. stuff is the only thing that matters. The presidential stuff is like just to make you feel good. Like, oh yeah, I it's, participated well, in you, democracy. I'm a good to person. The caucus. Do you go to your caucus and then what caucus? Do you not have a libertarian caucus? I don't know. <laughs> the libertarians are like, We don't believe in having someone be in charge of the group. <laughs> so I, and I'm really curious, like, they, they got that guy down in Argentina. I think he's, like, the first real libertarian that's ever... Oh, yeah. And he's been, great. And I'm curious to see how this works out. Like, is he just a crackpot loon? He's, I think he's, like, super smart, I've, but I think I've he's also... There's a little crackpot loon in there. There's a, Look at his hair. But look at Trump's hair. And look at mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I... So, I think he's crazy. But when he got up and he did his inaugural speech, and of course I don't speak the language, but I'm hearing what he's saying or reading it, and I'm like, this is very intelligent words. Yeah. Like, and he's saying it in a very kind way, not in an authoritarian way. So, not in so any he's way. an economist, and he's talking wow. about a lot of economic principles, mm-hmm. saying like, this is how economies work. You mm-hmm. know, the the reason that we're struggling is because. 
you know, economies work like this. People work like this. When he did it, he sounded like a sane person. Yeah. And, and there was no arrogance. There was no, like, all of those things that are kind of little red flags or big red flags, they weren't there. So I'm really hopeful for Argentina. I'm hopeful for, I mean, the the truth is I'm hopeful for everybody. I I want good, you know, (laughs) like you said, I'm one of those, uh, we should live in a utopia where we're all nice. Like, isn't that, wouldn't that be better? (laughs) And it would. And it would. And I can't even get along with my neighbors sometimes. So (laughs) they have never come with guns to take my house, though. They don't come with guns to take my house either. Well, the neighbors don't. The neighbors don't. The government might. (laughs) They come and say, show up at court and we'll tell (laughs) you how you should have your yard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How did we get here? I don't know, but I do have some good information about, about this situation. At least I think it's good. So there's those wackadoo secretaries of state, right? And those are the only two out of all of the states who even said that he should be off the ballot. But there were other states that said, no, they had they had it come up and they said, that, we're going to keep him on. That's one of those things that actually does give me some hope is yeah. that there were 29 states, I believe, that had this brought up mm-hmm. and only two of them were yes. like, oh, yeah, kick him off. But like places like California and some others that you would think, you know with the political bias yes. and whatever that we have going, that they'd be like, oh, yeah, we decide. But they were actually mm-hmm. like, hey, this is the law. This is the way it is. We're not taking them off. And there was Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, who is a Democrat, who said, you know what? I don't think this is our case. I'm going to let other people de- decide. She's like, I don't think this has been decided. She's like, nope. She's like, this court decision only applies to the primaries we can revisit it if other things occur or pop up she's like but i think that this isn't our decision you she's, know like if you <laughs> tried him for insurrection and he yeah, was found guilty he's and... found guilty then by the way then that decision is made for you huh? and you're like oh click 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 the like, law states done. right here and, and actually <laughs> on the statute for insurrection i looked it up it also what it's what's weird about it is that the 14th amendment says you don't get to hold office and the statute says you don't get to hold office for 10 years. And, oh. and I thought that was kind of odd that, that there's a difference between the, the well, legal statute and the Constitution. In the Constitution, though, it does say that if you can get three-quarters of the two-thirds, people, yeah. two-thirds, to vote... Of Congress, they can nullify yeah. the... Yeah, and it's like, okay, like... <laughs> and the other interesting probably won't make, but. thing with a lot of it is I started looking at the Supreme Court... Uh, case that that's up. Oh, that's coming up. I and, didn't even look at it. And that. there were a lot of, uh, they call them amicus curiae. curiae mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of those filed. So like. Those are called friend of the court briefs. That's when people who have an interest in the case um, write a letter to the court about their side. That, and and mm-hmm. then most of the time it, it's, you know, here's some legal precedents and here's what I, how I interpret this and do whatever. And yeah, and there was I think one of them in support for uh, the Anderson side of the case, the you know the non-Trump, and then there's like forty in support of Trump, and most of them are there's a bunch that were sent in by states. There was one sent in by Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> that man wants to be vice president. So something, 
because I thought it was really weird. That it, and but they He's were talking about all the different things, and it's so weird the whole time. <laughs> but it, it it was just really interesting getting in and looking at some of those. That uh, is interesting. I didn't know those were available. Yeah, so you can go in and read their entire things. There's this site called uh, uh, well, it's called Scotus Blog. Supreme Court of the United States. And, and so they go for. in and they show like the dates and here's the, you know, amicus, you know, brief that this person filed and you can go read it all. And the truth is like most of it, I read it and I just think, I hate legalese. Like, <laughs> I, I, know, I hate it. Because you want to know what I think? And this is my just being a snark now that I'm older is I'm like, I don't think these people really know what they're doing most of the time. I think they're faking it. And so when long ago legal wording was really specific to specify things, now I'm like, I feel like they're just like, I'm going to throw in a couple extra words because if I sound cool. There's so <laughs> much of that because I was reading some of them and I just think, like, you're not even bringing up mm-hmm. legal stuff. You know, like, I don't even understand what you're, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point of this? You're basically, if I paraphrase what you're saying, it's, uh, I don't like that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what you're saying. But there was a bunch of stuff in there that it, it basically came down to, you know, people were saying, no, the uh, they called it like self-executing is you can't just say this. You know, somebody has to, he has to have been convicted, you know, right. essentially. Is Which you, is what my brain was saying. And, and that's what I mm-hmm. think, too, is like, to me, it's the Fifth Amendment thing is you don't just get to say somebody did something yeah, without process. them going through a court. You there know? is also a due process clause in the 14th Amendment. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. a, it was actually worded pretty similar to the 5th. When you started mm-hmm. reading it, I was looking at the 5th one going, that's the same. Mm-hmm. But but what I, why I point that out is because they went to the 14th Amendment, and then they forgot to look at this other part. <laughs> I know, we already had. Like, hey, hey, dum-dums. And I just, it's so... Because in my way, I am also quite the dum-dum. And yet this one, I'm like, I cannot see it from any other point of view. I, you know, I try to be like, okay, I'm not super good at that. But I try to be like, okay, I understand. I can see where they're coming from. But from here, I'm like, oh, I actually have something. Let me find my notes. Because I did the notes upside down. So all of my new stuff is at the top and all my old stuff is at the bottom. But there was... Oh my gosh, I got so, I just laughed my head off, which is stupid because I'm by myself, but I'm laughing my head off because I was looking up jurisdiction and in a federal case of anything dealing with the constitutionality of a law is a federal case, right? So criminal cases, those can be done by the states, but I was like, oh, it's federal. But then when I was looking up, I came across this case and it was called Rusho versus Common Cause in 2019. And what ha- this is a gerrymandering case where one political party has gerrymandered congressional districts to the disadvantage of another political party, right? Angry for years. So what happens is the conservative majority says, this is not the federal issue. You guys are going to have to figure this out in your location, Right. Basically, because there's no way to establish that it's fair because one side will always say the other side is cheating, right? Well, this is the conservatives that have said this. Well, 
the dissenting liberals write the following. <laughs> and this is actually a quote <laughs> from the article. So it's an article that is quoting the dissenting opinion. So Justice Elena Kagan filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Stephen Breyer, and Sonia Sotomayor joined. Justice Kagan criticized the court, and I'm listening to her talking at this point because you can press play and you can listen to it. <laughs> she criticized the court for sidestepping a critical question involved in, involving the violation of, and I quote, the most fundamental of, ellipses, constitutional rights. Keep coming with me. I'm so excited. <clears throat> the rights to participate equally in the political process, to join with others to advance political beliefs, and to choose their political representative. Justice Kagan argued that by not intervening in the political gerrymandering, the court effectively, quote, encourages a pol politics of polarization and dysfunction and may irreparably damage our system of government. End quote. She argued that the standards adopted in the lower courts across the country do meet the contours of the limited and precise standard a majority demanded yet purported not, oh, that the majority purported not to find. And I was just like, oh my gosh, if the people, because when you go up to the Supreme Court and you get 30 minutes to, to tell your case, if they go up and they're like, this may irreparably damage our system of government and just give that whole dissent to them and say, hey, this is what's going to happen if you leave it up to a rando secretary of state to decide who should be on a ballot. Yeah. And I was just laughing my head off. I even wrote ha 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 in my notes <laughs> because I was laughing so hard. And I was like, just stand up there and give that dissent as your argument. Boom. <laughs> I and here's the thing, so it won't matter because <laughs> none of them believe anything they're saying anyway. Oh, they they believe it when it's sense. important to them and not when it's not. But wouldn't that be great? That it, it would been, actually would be hilarious. Myself. <laughs> I did that. It, it would be pretty, <laughs> it would be pretty amusing. Oh, I was just like, you could just catch her in her own words and just, you, you quote her. Justice Kagan even said, blah, 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 Because you cannot do that. You cannot leave that up to some rando person. It is amusing because I don't have the quote, but on one of the Colorado, on the Colorado one, there was a dissenting guy, and he put a quote down from like a previous case that basically was kind of the same thing. Like, remember when you guys said this? Remember that? You know, like, it's still true. Yeah, and, and there I mean, is a lot of that because this is good. what I really believe. I I just think uh, people talk about the rule of law and they believe it when it's you can important. You know when it works for them. I what I have found now that I'm older is you can maneuver so many things to mean your side yeah. that never really meant your side. It, and and it, it's just really amusing to me, but. The, it's sad at the same time, though. <laughs> it, it's interesting to me too, is when they talk about the the like the insurrection, because like before I and, and I don't even know all the legal stuff, but it was when I was looking at one of those uh, amicus briefs that yeah. I saw somebody was basically said, you know, he was already tried for insurrection, you know, in the Senate, 
you know, twice and found not guilty, which technically, like, the majority of people in the Senate both times, I think, voted and said, yeah, but it wasn't the two-thirds. They needed to get the two-thirds. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the two-thirds. So he, he said, you know, you're, you're essentially taking the power away from the, yeah, you know, the Senate vote where they Cheney said and... where they said it, he wasn't, you know, guilty and voted. saying, nah, we don't care what the Senate says. We're saying and that's when, but before that, I was like, okay, was there an insurrection? Like, what is an insurrection? So they have been calling it an insurrection the whole time. And I have never been like, no, it wasn't an insurrection. But I've never really thought of it. I mean, it was a huge deal in the sense that they attacked the Capitol. And that is, I mean, there's so many, there's a protest there every day. Yeah. And people aren't doing this. Like, so it was a, it was a big deal. But it was also like, like it wasn't like it lasted a week. It wasn't like when they, I mean, so in a way it was huge deal. But in another, I'm like, I, I think I don't it's know. a pretty huge deal. But to me, it's more symbolic. Like I never saw it as like an insurrection. What I saw it as was, um, it, it's like a disrespect for. Oh yeah. The, the like. This here we have, have been done. you know, we're supposed to have this government that we care about and whatever. And I had some questions on some of that, but yeah, you do. I do. <laughs> well, and, and some of it is, you know, legit. Like there was one point that I kind of wanted to bring up uh, on this, which was if you don't allow the government to change, you know, in a peaceful you know, manner, then the only way the government can change is in a non-peaceful because mm-hmm. we have all this stuff like like there's Regime actually change. yeah there's mm-hmm. a one of the federal statutes that's right next to the insurrection one is really interesting to me and it basically says you're not allowed to say that we need to change the government like you're not allowed to put it in print you're not allowed to uh it's oh. it's this weird law this. advocating the overthrow of the government is what the short text <gasps> is and it says you know whoever knowingly willingly whatever says and whether the intent is the overthrow or whatever, uh, that you can't just say whatever the end overtent is. Well, the this is like seven paragraphs <laughs> of text. But it's in eighteen U.S. Code twenty three eighty five called advocating overthrow of government. If you want to look into it, yeah. Hey, we'll do the first uh, paragraph. But the first paragraph isn't even the craziest one. Then do but, the crazy one. Uh, so one. let's do the second one. Whoever okay. with intent to cause the overthrow or destruction of any such government prints, publishes, edits, issues, circulates, sells, distributes, or publicly displays any written or printed matter advocating, advising, or teaching the duty, necessity, desirability, or propriety of overthrowing or destroying any government in the United States by force or violence or attempts to do so. Or So you can't say but this we should is do like anything to change the if government. It's for real. If you're right, a but who judges, on the you know, street, like... It it poster. is a thing, but yeah. At th- this is where I get into. I, I saw an article recently that was saying we shouldn't make people like George Washington our heroes because they overthrew. You know, they stood up and had a rebellion to change the government, mm. and we don't allow that for that anymore. Well, that was a lousy government. <laughs> now we have the best government in the world. So it's okay when it's a lousy, oppressive government that tries to tax you. I would also say it's very different when you have colonies versus actual government. So if you have something that you have take two months to get there and nobody's really representing you, I think that's different than 
you are within the bounds of that place causing, uh, like, in the Civil War. I do think, though, they're separate. And, and, and I can kind of see, like, some separate things, but really the way that I always see everything now, and, and I just can't not see this anymore, is it's okay when we're do it because we're the, we're the good guys. Well, think of this. If Hawaii was like, okay, we don't want to be part of the United States anymore. That's a great one. It would be like, different than if what if like 80 percent 90 percent of hawaii said they didn't want to be part of the u.s do you let them leave i don't honestly i'd have to think about that for a long time it's a crazy because in my head that's the sort of thing that i think of course you do because otherwise you are the oppressor you are the colonizer you are the uk saying oh no you're gonna be part of us i don't care what you think well Truly, what holds me back the most is I don't think Hawaii could do it on their own. <laughs> but that's so not I'm your like, call. Aw. You could just go ahead and be like, fine, go, go starve. I, I, I don't do care. Think, I do think, though, I would be more willing to let Hawaii go than Texas, who has it in their constitution that they can secede anytime they want. And I, I actually, those are the mm-hmm. sort of things that I totally agree with. Because to me, if you say that people get to choose their government, how do you not say, okay, this but government then, isn't working, we're going to have our you own? You bring up that thing all the time where you're like, well, the majority here and then the minority here. And what do you do about the minority who's like, well, I didn't want that. How come I have to? I mean, I haven't got a clue because that's me, really like, the, that's the big problem with democracy. <laughs> and that's where I just think oh. we're totally fine with saying, you know, that might makes right. That 51% get to choose have 49. We, well, how else we're totally do you do fine. it? I don't know. Because truly, like, when I you haven't look got at a clue. Ukraine, and you had those two... Like Crimea and Donetsk and Luhansk. Or whatever they call their states. Yeah. And you have those two that are like, yeah, I'm okay if we go to Russia. Yeah. But what about the 40% who didn't want to? Like, I don't so know. So it's like, well, you're already part of Ukraine. Like, and the land truly... Like, I don't know what I feel about Hawaii because I really am like, I don't know, but <laughs> I can, I can make judgments on Ukraine easy peasy. Cause when you think of the land, like I, I'm like, Hey, no, 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 no. That's, that's my land. Like you don't get to just take that because you don't, you know, you can up and leave and go to Russia easy peasy. And that takes care of the, but they can also say, Hey, this is now right. Like if you will let land. you leave, that's my land. You don't get to take my land. So, but but then you could say no matter what, like, you know, my land, what constitutes, I guess, my land? The stuff that is in my border at this moment. And, and if you want to pay me for that land, I'm willing to consider this. If Hawaii says, you know what, I will give you $54 billion to become our own country, so I will pay you but, for but our why land. But like, why should okay. Hawaii have to do that? Because it's not their land anymore. Because some bully came in and took it? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> in their case. In their Everyone case. Everyone else was like, please, please, please take us in. Everyone's coming from South and Central America being like, let me in. But Hawaii was like, oh, well, what are you doing here? Well, I guess we're part of you now. <laughs> yep. And we were like, well, you're very strategic. That's what and I was going to Very nice. And we will protect you from the bad guys. Which, truly. And they like, but there's a mafia sort of thing. It's like, oh, yeah. We will provide you protection from the bad guys. Well, who are the bad guys? Well, not us, because we're providing you well, protection. Well, it was Japan, obviously, at the time. Because yeah. <laughs> they came and they kamikazed everybody. 
Well, because they didn't kamikaze all the time. people. They kamikazed all the U.S. ships that they were surrounding Hawaii. That were on the, in the island. But it's true. And what's funny is you have places like uh, the Philippines, who was like, get out, America. We can take care of ourselves. And then China Kinda. starts like getting its dragon breath going. And they're like, come back, Come back, America. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is where I think... Like, there's so much more that goes on that I just don't understand. There is a lot. And because there's a lot of stuff that I look at that I just think, like, the U.S. is not really, the, you know, we try and portray ourselves as this great actor and we're making the world safe for democracy mm -hmm. and whatever. But that's how they do it in their country. And, and there's a part of me that's like, we're so full of crap. And then there's a part of me that's like, but we're bright. maybe we are the <laughs> best. You know, like, this might be the best option, mm -hmm. even though, you know, we get... Look how we many tend of to be our involved people are in starving more, you know, that you have everyone flowing whatever. from the continent below to come live in your yeah. land. It's true. And Ooh. that's probably why I shouldn't vote. Because <laughs> like, I don't know what's You're going on. You're smart enough All this that you stuff. should vote. But There's other people out there that literally are not smart enough and shouldn't vote. And you actually research some issues. I have people whom I have heard say, I voted for them because I liked their sign. And I was like, no, I thought that was uh, like a myth. <laughs> like, don't, don't trust vote for them because you like your sign. It's not even them who designs it. Don't do that. They did a study one time um, and found that there is a, you can statistically see that people will vote for uh, the, the person higher alphabetically. Oh, is that up. there's a statistically noticeable? <laughs> I'm a high alphabet person. <laughs> and, and I just thought it was I'm funny because be the they were just saying like, yeah, That's there's a Biden percentage won. of people that. That's how Biden won. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> no, what I honestly think is we're, we're at the point. It's just party voting is is what all this is. Is you know my party says this. Yeah, but so. It would have been exactly the same if it was truly party voting, but it wasn't. Because you have that little fluctuation in the middle that goes whichever way. Yeah, but that fluctuation's getting bigger. There's, oh. there's oh, the yeah. most independence now than there's been in however long. And that's the sort of thing that I just think mm. I, I want to bust the two party system down. Oh, and I, I think love it. maybe I'm totally wrong, yes. but I hate the two party system. Well, look at Canada. Canada, I think, has a three party system. I mean, every, every in America, we have people still in the well, two yeah. party and stuff like that, but we still consider it like two party system but in canada they have three distinct large parties and what happens is nobody's a majority yeah so they team up and then they get a ridiculous amount of the people because they'll be like okay 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 you will have you be on our side yeah and then it's got then this person who you know would have been half and made a good fight for things ends up with like no say and then they have this super majority over here and then, to me, I'm like, that doesn't count. Like, it doesn't count as a separation if you just team up against this other guy. But that's the whole thing. That's all parties are anyway. There's just people teaming up. And the only difference is we got only two. Yeah, but what? it's a representation of people's beliefs. No. Here's what I honestly think. Most people's beliefs are simply, uh, this is my party, so whatever they say, I'm fine. I disagree. I think the reason you pick your party is because of your belief. I have a really good friend, and she's a Democrat, and she's a Democrat because of all of these particular things, and then I'm a Republican because of all of my things, and when we get talking about it, 
she picks Democrat because she leans through the, oops, through the, like, softy wuzzy stuff. See, and, <laughs> and part of me wonders if that's true, or does she lean towards that stuff because she's a dem? If you got rid of the parties and everybody had to pick their thoughts on on every individual, you know, item without party guidance or whatever, would people believe the same things that they believe now? God, I hope so. Because See, I think I would. Your hope must be way different than, like, I don't believe that's true for an instant. But. No way. I would hope so. Because the only Oh, I would hope so, too. I just okay don't believe it. In my mind, to have this two-party system is because I think that they really do represent half of the world, right? half of our country right now. See, and I'm one of those people that thinks, isn't it, like, awfully strange how we consistently have these two parties that are close to, you know, even... It, wouldn't you expect they like didn't, it wasn't always like that if you go through and look at the different things there are sometimes when every single state voted the exact same like the great depression and what else i don't know i just saw an <laughs> infographic so i don't remember the dates but i just there have been times where i'm like oh my gosh look at that everybody voted this and oh my gosh look at that this state like every state flipped to a different color like in there is from what I remember, no state that has been the exact same in every election. That, that's true, but mm -hmm. the parties also end up changing. Like that's Trump has too. changed the Republican Party immensely. Democratic parties changed oh immensely. Gosh. Like it's like a sneeze. And, and the weird thing is, is I think a lot of people just follow. Oh, this is now what the party believes. All right, that's cool. No way. Oh, I no way. I'm a totally. Don't make me cry. I don't know how you'd convince me the other way, but. I imagine that for sure there are people like that. But I just think I'm not like that. I feel like I have my beliefs and I have them. And if whatever changes around them, I'm not changing mine for anybody. See, and that's kind of what I think. But but a lot of my beliefs are really, um, I would much rather go back to having like less government control over people's lives. And part of me, there is a very big part of me that's like, no, go the opposite. Just have the, the dictator who's like, this is the way it is. Shut up. Because mm -mm. in my head, those are the options. No, it's not the options. It's that weird, obnoxious place in the middle that we just have to deal with it being obnoxious. Because, no. I just think all that's going to do, <laughs> it's, there's just going to be fights. Have, you can't have sanity and structure and order when you'll only have chaos if there's nothing. No, I'm and not saying you don't you have, have laws. I'm saying much, you have then laws. You have oppression. You have to like do this fluctuating wave in the middle where you're like, oh, oppressive. No, no, it's now too little. Oh no, <laughs> it's just like it's a it's a wave in there. Uh, I, <laughs> I hope did, there's a I wave. I did hand gestures for that one, so he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> I I, I hope like a there's dance. a wave, but I'm I'm kind of <laughs> more skeptical of of uh, the. This is a wave where we're trying to balance in the middle. Like I'm, I'm more skeptical that, that that's what is actually happening or what people want. I think this is our most heated episode. I think it is. Yeah. And I told, like, this one made me so mad when I was looking into it that I, I got, like, like super mad just looking into. <laughs> I got mad, too. I texted you. And I was like, I might be a little aggressive with this one or something. I texted you something. Because <laughs> one of the things that I thought, too, like, they're saying that they don't want um, Trump because, an, you know, an insurrection is like he tried to change 
Oh, yeah, which who, was who weird. gets to be voted as president. Mm -hmm. So you're pulling them off the ballot to change who gets to be voted as that's president? that's horrible. How dare like, you do that? I know that, that you're saying that I he did it violently, that. which you're also <laughs> saying that he's not doing it violently. Like, if you look at what they're saying an insurrection was, they have, like, this list of, like, seven things. And one of the things was literally... Well, he didn't tell people to stop, to stop rioting fast, fast enough. He's in his How house. is that an insurrect? Yeah. Like, what responsibility of it is his? Well, true. But you know he was, like, sitting there watching his TV being like, ha, 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 Oh, ha, I'm ha. sure. Because my opinion of him is that he loves the attention oh, and yeah. he wants to be the top guy. And, and so to have all these people who are, you know, screaming his name and wanting him to be president, I think he's loving it. Loving it. But from a legal perspective, no. how do you say, well, you didn't tell people well, and it wasn't fast like enough. That thing after where it says you can't have pamphlets, you can't have leaflets. You can't. He, he said, come and protest. He yeah. never said anything else to people. Well, I mean, he made Which is tunes. not necessarily true because he also said, respect the officers and do it this yeah. and whatever. And, and nobody brings that up because mm -mm. he was saying, you know, he, he, I can't remember the the tweet or whatever, but it was, you know, respect our boys in blues, yeah. our heroes and whatever. And all that stuff is never mentioned in any of, mm -hmm. but yeah, they had seven points and one of them was insurrection related. The rest of them were not, but some of them were serious things. Like he's do, trying I, to yeah. influence people to change the government. Which was Banana. And that's where I get into the, okay, so what is the option? If you want to change the government, what are your options? You put yourself in a place of influence. Like president? Like senator. Oh, not president. Senator? <laughs> <laughs> president don't do nothing. Look at our president now. <laughs> but unless you're Obama and you get some extra time in as the shadow of <laughs> But know. it's just really I don't weird. know who's running that office, but I know it's not Joe Biden. It, it's just one of those things that I start thinking about, thinking, all right, so what are your options? You know, like if you did want to change the government, like what could you do? Like they tell you you're not allowed to put a pamphlet out saying, you know, we should do something to change. Yes, but if you're legally elected in, you now have the ability to change the government legally. Like, not necessarily not huge. I mean, within the legal parameters, but he gets to say. It is, and it is true. But basically, if you really wanted to change the government, you would have to go through Congress and get the two thirds. And you could well, change the government. Well, that's why there are those checks yep. and balances. Exactly. I just explained that to my fifth grader because he was studying the Constitution at school and we had a snow day. And so I'm trying to fill in for his social studies class. And so I'm going through and I finish my. 45-minute long lecture about the Bill of Rights and the different parts and the checks and balances. And he's like, yeah, we learned that. We're on the 19th Amendment. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> so then he had to sit through more. <laughs> well, there, there was only one last thing that I wanted to bring up that's okay. mildly related. But I just... Uh, so I started looking up what an insurrection was. Uh -huh. Like, okay, what... And I looked at in the in the U.S. they had examples of insurrections, and one of them I just really liked the story. Okay, it's called the Battle of Athens, and it happened after World War II. It was in Tennessee, 
and in this place called McKinn County, and there's a town called Athens. And so after, in World War II, um, you know, all these people from Tennessee end up going and fighting over, you know, in Europe and, you know, Japan, and, and they come back. Well, the government down in Tennessee was, like, super corrupt. And the police got paid, essentially, for arresting people. So the more people they arrested, the more they got paid. And so they would arrest people all the time. So these people coming back from fighting over in Europe and Japan started getting arrested a lot for uh, drinking. And they were, like, getting really mad. So they got together and said, hey, let's run against, um, like, the sheriff and these county people. Let's let's put a political party. And they, they... made a political party, um, oh, I had the name of it, but I can't remember what it was called, but it was kind of this nonpartisan, you know, party is what they were trying to do to like, let's just change this, you know, stuff. And so they went to go, you know, run in the elections. And on election day, when they went to go out, the sheriff went and deputized a bunch of people and sent them out to all the election areas. Oh. And they started arresting people, and and also they were you know the, these GI people were saying um, they've got fraudulent people voting you know like there was some little girl voting and a bunch of other stuff and they're like you know there's this election fraud stuff going on and so they went and got together and said hey let's go you know do something about that so they. <laughs> pulled thousands of these GIs together and went to go so the sheriff and whatever they go grab all the ballots and head to the jail and they barricade themselves in this jail oh my gosh and these 2,000 GIs set up and there's gunfire exchange see there's dynamite what so a a car a police (gasps) car got dynamited and blown over which by the way happened multiple times during the riots of 2020 and they <laughs> i think they said that they blew a hole in the jail wall <gasps> that must have been terrifying. the sheriff ends up uh like taking off and, and leaving uh turns out they were right like there was fraud these gis got five times the votes of the other guys Whoa. And, and so then they end up switching over but they all they told the story in the news like these gis were the crazy that does sound crazy. Sorry, that does. It does. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Dynamite. They were right. Still. They had an abusive government mm-hmm. who was arresting them and cheating on elections. And they stood up. They were right. They got put in charge for a, a bunch of years. But everybody was saying, oh, look how terrible they are. And I think, why not how terrible the people who are running the county? Like, <laughs> those are the terrible people. Who killed somebody? I don't even remember. I think there wasn't a... Somebody got shot. And oh. guess which side shot? The GIs shot. No. I mean, oh. they shot, but they didn't kill anybody or hit anybody. Still. Some some black guy was going to vote, and they said, get out of here, and they shot him in the back. That's terrible. He was voting for the you know GIs, and they're not the ones who get called the thugs. It's the ones who are saying, hey, look, at the, look what they're doing to us. Those guys got called know. thugs and whatever else. Guns and dynamite, you cross a line. 
what's the like that's where i think what's I the know. line like how but are that you doesn't, you're just supposed to let people crossed. just violate you and arrest you for anything they want and lie in elections because to to stand up to it is this wrong this is the wavy part in the middle <laughs> this is the this wavy is, part you are not talking about no middle you, can't you are not cross talking the about lines. a middle you have to if you can't cross the line, then all that it is is you are under the subject of whoever's in charge forever. If they can cheat on elections, which these guys were, but if we they can arrest you, which system. these guys were, where, I mean, these guys this, are the legal system. This would have been solved by saying, "Hey, governor, make us have both people inside the polling stations from both sides," which is what they do now. So that they. They tried to do that, and guess what happened? The governor said no. They said, get these people out of here, and they wouldn't let them help count the votes. That's the sheriff, though. Did the governor do that? I don't know. Above their head. You, you, you say that like that's a thing that I don't is, think I wouldn't would, make it would actually happen. I'm pretty snarky. I don't think I'd get my guns and dynamite out of my safety box to go blow up police cars. See, and I'm the opposite. Like to me, I'm like, good job, GIs. Way to go. <laughs> oh no, that means if we have some sort of insurrection, we might be on opposite sides. <laughs> we could be, but all you gotta do is not cheat and arrest people for. <laughs> like that's gonna be an easy one for me. Not gonna arrest anybody for public drunkenness. You don't need to arrest. You don't need to cheat on your elections, and then you won't have a problem. I won't. But I actually really, like, it, it's those sort of stories, and that's where I do kind of think there's a little bit of that, you know, like, George Washington is a hero for standing up to the British. There's a little bit of that that well, I... We're proud of our rebellious origins. Yep. And because maybe there is danger to that. In, in but the, I like it. In the fight for good. In the fight always, for good, which is had. super subjective. Nonsense. Good is not subjective. You say that. <laughs> Go ask 90 people what's good. <sighs> well, that was our contentious uh, episode. That's right. Look, at Trump brings out contention in everyone. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <sighs> well, thanks, everyone. Bye.